Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. <clears throat> hey, I hope you're enjoying this episode. We'll be back in just a second, but I wanted to ask you a question first. Have you ever wondered how to create your own podcast? I know it's a very millennial thought, but seriously, you might have thought that it's something you need a team of editors for and lots of money, right? Well, you don't. And we certainly don't. We use Anchor, which is a kind of one-stop shop for creating and distributing podcasts. You don't need to be a podcast guru or actually spend any money as the service is free and the platform will actually publish all your episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and all the other places you listen to podcasts. They also have a really cool creation tool that allows you to record and edit your episodes right from your phone or computer. And you can even make money from your episodes without having a minimum listenership. Just download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And if this inspires you to take the first steps, honestly, please reach out to Jamie and me at Let's Talk About Sex Jamie on Instagram. We'll be more than happy to try and share some of our pointers about how to get started. All right, enough about podcast plugs. Let's get back to talking about sex. Let's talk about sex, Jamie. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and yeah, the bad things that may be. Let's talk about sex, Jamie. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that may be. Let's talk about sex. Hey guys, welcome to Vanilla Chats, which is a side mini-sode thing that we're doing alongside the regular Let's Talk About Sex Jamie episodes where I chat with my guest host, Matt Smith, about all things vanilla. Now, I've been doing this sex podcast malarkey for a while now, and I've chatted to hundreds of people about their different kinks and uh, various aspects of like, you know, their sex lives and things that they're into and all that stuff. And through all of that, I basically had my mind opened and I've learned a bunch of stuff about the world of kink and, you know, it's just sex in general and what everyone can kind of be into. Um, and I started out as a very, what I would say, vanilla guy, and I've, I'm still kind of vanilla, I think. But I feel like I'm sort of a step above vanilla you know like madagascan vanilla that's that's where i'm sitting that's where i'm labeling myself but anyway i think that these conversations between people that aren't necessarily into the kind of kink world the kind of you know that that sort of scene are super important and i think there needs to be more conversations out there between people who would classify themselves as vanilla um and yeah so the idea is that just gonna be me and matt chatting about some stuff you know two guys that probably you know self-classify as vanilla um and a bit inexperienced and naive in this world um about the things that we're learning outside of our little you know usual bubble so yeah hope you enjoy it if you do let us know what you think on the instagram at let's talk about sex jamie and yeah share it with a friend uh, word of mouth is the lifeblood of anything creative and it really helps us get um our kind of message out there and all that good stuff so yeah hope you enjoy it and chat to you soon love you bye hey matt hey jamie so i want to talk to you about something now We've been talking very candidly about our, our, you know, dicks, our sex, sex lives for a while now, right? Uh, and it got dropped into a conversation, something that shocked me. Uh, where you, I know where you're going with this. <laughs> you said that uh, you can't remember the last time you had a wank without lube. Correct. Which I find really odd. Um, because for me when I wank, I can probably count the amount of times that I've used lube on one very dry hand. <laughs> um, so yes, but you, you can't imagine doing it without. So I want to talk about that. 
Yeah, I mean, I think firstly, how did how do we all learn to wank, right? That's a good yeah, question yeah. because there's like there's no rule book and there's no textbook and you know my father or I don't have any brothers, so no one told me or taught me. Um, yeah, but right. also, there's an interesting one there, Jamie. Like I'm circumcised, and are you? Yeah, no, I'm not. Mm, that's interesting. interesting. That's very interesting, actually. Yeah. Oh, okay. This just got scientific. Yeah. Maybe there's. It some did. I there. did. Yeah. 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 Okay. I get my PhD out in a minute. Um, yeah. And uh, no. So so basically, I discovered masturbation as all young men do. I think you know through movies and and you know yeah, things like American that. Right. Pie. So I think yeah. exactly right. And I think yeah. you know, in a lot of this movie, that's why I'm curious. You didn't get that influence. For me, masturbation was something where they'd always get their their get their mum's coconut butter out, you know, from the, <laughs> the guest bathroom or something. Like I totally did on my first attempt, literally. Um, and and you know that just became the norm for me because it made yeah. sense that you know. I obviously I'm circumcised for one thing so I don't have a foreskin to like roll over the end of my penis uh, for those of you who don't have them and or haven't seen an uncircumcised penis um, I just don't have any skin over the of my yeah. bell end um, is there a, what is the is the bell end is there a uh, uh, you know since we're being technical or, I feel or like scientific? there'd be a, there'd be some sort of fancy word but we'll call, we'll go with bell end this is interesting stuff we should know I, I know more about a vagina the labia and you know all that different areas than, than a man's yeah. penis I don't yeah, even know how yeah. it works no, lube, mate. Honestly, game changer. Yeah. Okay. So that's interesting. So hang on a minute. Back to the to, to the circumcised thing. Mm. So mm. if you like, if you sort of rub like halfway on your dick, like say mm. like like so basically below, way below the bell end, does that feel good? Shaft, shaft, shaft. stimulation. Yeah, that all one. of that. Yeah, yeah. Let's get right, scientific. Shaft stimulation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> does that does that feel good? Like down down there. I mean, to be honest, I, I feel um, that, but it's mostly there's most sensitivities around the, the head. Right. So if you had to make like a heat map on your dick of where right. where the most You're really getting geographical now as well as <laughs> I want graphs. I want fucking diagrams. So if you were to make a You'll heat map on, on like where your hand is while you're wanking, is it mostly in yeah. the, like near the bed end then? Correct. Yeah. I mean, I, I if you know, I, I do sort of a you know, a, yeah, a rolling motion. Yeah, um, that's so interesting because mine isn't. Yeah. But I have okay. skin that maybe is doing the job. Fuck, yeah. that's blowing my mind. That is, yeah, because I, really I mean, honestly, yeah, I, my hand is, I mean, so, so if I'm telling a girl for the first time who's, you know, going down there or she's blowing me and then, you know, the, the typical thing is obviously mouth around the bell, you know, and then obviously hand at the base and, you know, yeah. moving yourself up and down. And some girls really get into the base movement. I'm like, right. you're not doing much, you know, like right, just yeah, stick yeah, to yeah. the top. And and if you're going to use your hand, you know, uh, maybe this is good advice for any anyone, male or female, who gives blowjobs, um, yeah. you know, for a circumcised individual. And I go, again, I could be subjective, of course, um, you know, use your hand to the top. Don't just take the base. Right, yeah, uh, the yeah, mouth yeah. is great, but the mouth is tending you tend to like you know you're doing a great job of not putting teeth in the wrong places and and yeah. you know and and things like that. So I think uh, using some friction. I need friction as well around right. the top. So especially if I'm being given a blowjob, then you know I, I tend to sort of you know advise you know the hand to come up a bit higher so I get that kick of friction and then back down to that nice. That's so nice interesting mouth. because my mm. I'm the opposite. So mm. what you were saying about wow. how you you need the hand to go to the top, I don't want mm. that. That's too much for me. It's wow. too much. It's sensation. too sensitive. Yeah, yeah, really? yeah. Sometimes, yeah, okay. like a bit of that, like a dashing of that. But like most of the work with the hand, I want to be done in the middle. Yeah, I've definitely like had blowjobs off of girls where they've been very like head focused, like mm. like bell end focused. We need the technical terms for this. We should have we should have got someone know, on who I knows know. what I'm talking about. Wait, hold on. Is where's Google in front of me yeah, right yeah, now? Yeah, yeah, do it. You Google that. Uh, so yeah, I, I've had a lot penis. of um, a lot of blowjobs <laughs> Just like Googling that. Penis here. And for me, yeah, um, for me, it's like, oh my god, that's too much. But then maybe they've got experience with circumcised guys, and maybe that's why they do that. Because we all learn how to do different sex acts, you know, with different people in our lives, right? Depending on where we're at. Um, so maybe that's like they've been with circumcised guys and then with me it's too much and you know maybe the, yeah. the, the girls that are yeah not not paying enough attention to your bell end have been with yeah. guys like me who have said no that's too much I, and maybe maybe because we have foreskin oh my god it's yeah. blowing my mind 
It has, and I'm also like so distracted right now because I'm genuinely just looking at pen- penises. <laughs> I, I should have closed the window. So <laughs> we're both correct that it is actually just the head of the penis, the glands, glands it's called, glands, glands. of the penis. Yeah. Uh, and then obviously the foreskin's around that. You've got the corpus, uh, spongi, spongi, I'm also quite what? dyslexic, so spongiosum, okay. which is the shaft. Obviously, testicle, vas deriphenis. Uh, anyway, I won't go into details, but I'm going to close oh. this window now because I'm really getting distracted. <laughs> <laughs> too many dicks in front of you. Too many dicks in my face yeah. right now. Okay, um, well, that's super interesting. Dude, they're, they're, it is. A big sort of... I, I, we need to talk to more guys. We need more data on this because we need to talk to circumcised and uncircumcised guys because I'm interested to see if like... So we've got the opposite, you know, once in terms of oral. So is that the circumcision difference or is it just personal taste or like, you know, different mm. sensitivity and stuff? There's a porn channel that I watch. Um, the guy's called Mark Rockwell and uh, he does like... He, he only does like uh, POV blowjob videos. Mm. And mm. I really like it because it's sh- it's shot in really high quality, and he he probably has the same taste in girls as I do because all of the girls mm. that he gets on are, are fucking amazing. Um, <laughs> but one thing that really puts me off with that, and I want to get your thoughts on this, is he so he comes in a really strange way, um, mm. a way I don't see anyway, and they're not important. Um, so he comes from just like uh, what would what would the line be called? You know, between your skin and like the top of your penis, that like. The thing that snaps, they call it a banjo it's the string. The ba- banjo string. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So basically, yeah. that's how he comes. And these these girls like lick his banjo string and nothing else. Like, they don't touch anywhere else. And he comes like crazy. And I it really takes me out of it because I can't imagine ever, ever coming like that. Um, yeah. Actually, let me ask you that too. So yeah, banjo string stimulation, I think, does work for me, by the way. Right. Yeah, I think that, that I mean, so yeah, it's, maybe it's, you've just got a really sensitive bell end. I, I don't. I think I might do, actually. I've broken yeah. mine. Yeah, <laughs> which comes back actually. No. So it comes back to the whole point of yeah. this this chat. Before I got sidetracked and my mind was blown. Back Talk to the lube thing. So you, penises. yeah, <laughs> you brought up um, that yeah, you use lube every time, and you you mm. you saw a study right that suggested that people that don't. I have use... a theory, Jamie. Oh, okay. It wasn't a study at all. Okay. I have a theory. <laughs> Just well, a theory. Yeah. Depends who I'm talking to. Depends how much fact checking has been done. But I'm yeah. on a podcast where I want to inform people as well as entertain them. I think yeah. we're gonna. So you know, I I, I yeah no yes I did see a study. I read I read. Uh, I read a study and I read a report about this and I have a theory about that. And it said this, Jamie, which I think is really interesting to ask guys about what they masturbate with or do they masturbate with anything at all? Yeah, yeah. And it said that erectile dysfunction in the long term, right? And you think about it, you know, your your face going out in the sun, you know, if you go out in the sun every single day for your entire life, you're going to look like a leather bag at the end of your life, right? You know, because of the exposure, right? Yeah. Same to your penis. If your penis is being exposed to a rough friction um, with no lubricant over, the, over your life, A, desensitization in the long run can um, result in erectile dysfunction, physical erectile dysfunction. Because I think once you told me really interestingly that erectile dysfunction is mostly to do with the mind, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I think it's something so like 95% avoidable. of cases of erectile dysfunction are mental health Crazy. related. Yeah. Crazy. And and in this case, obviously, this is the physical side because you are just desensitizing your penis. And so it makes sense if you're just rubbing skin on skin, friction on friction, you know, for the for the majority. I mean, the penis wasn't made to be, I mean, masturbation is pleasure, right? And um, the penis was made to go inside a vagina or, or, you know, or whatever it might be. So it's it's self-lubricating, right? So yeah, we're, we're, yeah. we're like replicating sex by masturbating yeah. without that lubricant. Yeah. Yeah, uh, maybe that's why foreskin exists actually. So maybe just you know the Jewish community, we really screwed each other over in this one. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. let's take the foreskins off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. I, that that rung so many bells in my mm. head, so many bell ends in my head because I I <laughs> suffer from delayed ejaculation. Um, it takes quite a lot for me to come um, on yeah. my own and with partners. It's quite a, it's quite an ordeal, um, and it sucks. <laughs> uh, but 
I always put that down to my history of sex addiction. So I've had, I've, I've probably had more than the average amount of sex. Um, so I just put it down to that, that I'm desensitized, mm. you know, mentally. Didn't really think about it physically. So when you said that, like, yeah, I, I have only wanked with Lou probably like mm. when you said that, probably like five times in my life. Mm. Um, and yeah, it's definitely when you use lube, it's closer to what the actual experience of sex is. So when I'm yeah. using it with my dry hand, maybe that's been me desensitizing myself, you know? Could so, be. We need to do, we honestly, I'm not going to, uh, we need to do the study on this, mate. I mean, like maybe yeah. we can somehow talk to, you know, anyone who's listening to this, let us know if you want to take part in our study. Um, yeah. We're going to, well, I don't really want to be the guy who's not wanking without lube if that actually turns out to be true. Right? So <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're I guess it's sort of like, <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah, yeah, I've desensitized myself. No, but um, but it makes sense to me that that would make, you know, that that makes sense that over yeah. your lifetime of just friction on friction, um, that you're going to desensitize the the old boy, and also, I mean, you know, to talk about an aesthetic element. I mean, I, I, you know, I apologize to any women or men who, who see penises very often that we're not born with the most aesthetically pleasing things. You know, the, mm. there are other body types that look a lot more pleasing, right? Yeah. Um, and they're they're wrinkly and they shrivel up and they get bigger and you know and they're beautiful but ugly. They're yeah. they're, they're, they're what's the so word? this was one ugly. thing you said that I I disagreed with. <laughs> Because yeah. uh, there are many things I hate about my body. Uh, yeah. My dick is the one thing I don't mind. I think it's all right. Yeah. I think mine looks okay. Um, yeah. And I don't know. Yeah, you you were really slating yours when we spoke about this. <laughs> well, okay. So caveat, caveat. I have heard that I have a pretty penis. Yeah, same. So, I get. So yeah, I, I get. I, yeah. I get good looking penis comments, which is why. Strange. Why do you think your penis is good? Well, like, well, what are the comments you get? I'm like, I'm curious. What is a good looking penis? I don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen another penis in real life before. I've only ever seen it in porn. And even the penises yeah. in porn look pretty gross most of the time. So Sometimes I don't know. I guess mm. mine's just like, I guess mine's just quite inoffensive. Maybe that's what it is. It's not good looking. It's yeah. just inoffensive. It's, <laughs> so you, you, it's easy to forget about, you know. It's, it's, it's not going to come back in your nightmares. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, maybe it's not as much of a compliment as I thought it was. <laughs> but Jamie, Jamie, I'm going to say this, man. I don't think I've said this to many guys. Uh, yeah. um, I, 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 you know, I, I look at your penis. Yeah. Um, just to, uh, to, I'm curious, man, because I mean, where, you know, like yourself, you just said, like, what other examples do I have? Porn. I mean, surely that's a, uh, you know, that, that, that jades my opinion because I've grown up with, you know, I do, is it big enough? Do I have, you know, I, it, it's some of the big ones in porn are enormous, right? You're sort of like, is that what girls want? Do they just want to be yeah. pounded by this enormous rod? And actually, truthfully, you know, in some cases that can be nice, but in most cases, consistent sex over a lifetime, you know, would women actually, they did, they did a study, Jamie, they did do a study about this <laughs> and women and women chose men who had, you know, just like around an average size penis you know, for long term and slightly over average for a one night stand you know um right and and i you know and i actually i uh, i spoke to a girl about it quite recently actually and i did say to her i was like i have to ask um you know and she was like no you're good you know you're wait good. what are you like, asking you know, what are you asking i did ask about the size of my penis i okay. said how is um, it uh, and she said yeah good yeah she she and i mean I, there was another myth that she dispelled for me too she 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 said uh, you're the first white guy i'm getting with actually right okay and i said oh okay then i was immediately like how do i compare you know? right yeah 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 because the size thing this, pops up when you talk about that yeah it does yeah. exactly and i and i asked and she says no you're good okay and uh, and and i was that I, oh, I swear to god that was just an honest that was a really nice conversation to have because even in the long term relationships i've had I, I didn't ask you know for for the scared for, you know to, to being ter terrified that i'm with someone for many years she's like yeah you know um it's fine 
Yeah. You know, I've had bigger. <laughs> uh, and, and then you're like, you know, that's in the back of your mind. So it, it kind of worked that this was a casual thing and we were exploring each other and sexuality um, yeah. in a sort of neutral, French friendly environment. But I know that's saved for another podcast that you've done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. Well, I think, yeah, it's the whole like dick size thing. That is a whole podcast we could do about, you know, the dick size thing and the yeah. kind of the, yeah, the insecurities that come with that. Um, yeah, because I've had partners where they, we, I talk quite openly about sex, as you know, um, and they'll mm. talk about like having guys, you know, that had massive dicks, like way bigger than mine, mm. and they would say, oh yeah, it was really uncomfortable, it was horrible, like I hated it, mm. and they can they can talk them down as much as they like, they can talk about how horrific it was, and they hated it. One one partner I had said that it put them off them, like they liked this guy all the way up until he had a massive dick, and it completely put mm. her off, put her off because um, they couldn't even have sex, and I'm still like, shit, yeah, I feel inferior now. <laughs> yeah but that's the thing which is horrible right they're, they're literally yeah they're, like you say they're, they're just they're just there saying like this is fine this is okay i enjoy your size but if we've been taught that like bigger is just better that's just it and it, porn doesn't help society's jokes don't help you know um and my my penis size is fine i'm okay with it mm. but um you, you still feel like yeah inferior when you hear about mm. stories of bigger ones no matter what context which is so odd right Mm. And, and, and you know, any guy who's listening to this um, who has has that same inferiority complex that we all do, trust me, everyone thinks about it at some point. I've only recently, at 30 years old, after asking someone in a casual context, honestly, because she brought it, she said she's only been with, uh, you know, not, not with white guys. And, you know, there's a stereotype of guys who, who you know, uh, you know, that they're massive, right? So I yeah, had to ask. Yeah. And she dispelled that for me. Yeah. And I, you know, I looked into this and, and I found that, you know, Trust me, guys, like most of you are totally fine. You, mm. you know, you're, and, you know, you're, if you're one of those lucky big boys, you know, uh, then obviously find the kind of woman who, who enjoys that kind of thing, of course, because like you said, Jamie, it can obviously be uncomfortable being pounded and it can also limit the kind of, um, uh, the, yeah, the, the, the sex, this kind of sex you can have, obviously, right? Yeah, yeah, limits um, positions. You can't do all positions. Exactly. When, yeah, definitely. And I, um, yeah, to finish that off, I was just thinking that I, um, you know, guys, like, you know, also, if you are, on the smaller side, or if you're on the bigger side, both sides, you're both crippled in a, in a different way, right? Um, we need to expand our definition of sex, Jamie, right? Because, yeah. you know, we've learned in so many in, in years now that it's, it's common knowledge that women, most women uh, struggle to just, uh, you know, uh, have an orgasm from, uh, you know, intercourse, right? Yeah. They need clitoral stimulation, uh, sometimes just that, sometimes both, a mix of it all, some like anal stimulation, some like nipples. There's a beautiful mix for everyone, right? Yeah. And, you know, so you, you don't need to have a massive penis just to, have sex and ultimately sex is something biologically that is for um re, you know uh, re, you know re, pro procreation right yeah so sex for pleasure like we're all having um is actually about everything but it's about reaching orgasm together multiple it's about enjoying the experience right kissing touching so, yeah a lot tickling. of people would say it's not even about orgasm it's about you know yeah. intimacy and yeah correct yeah. sachin from uh the blue heart app did mm. summed it up perfectly for me. It made, he's made me really rethink a lot of things when he said that um, when we were asking how do you define sex, and you and I were like mm. penetration, yeah, straight up uh, intercourse, yeah. And Sachin was like, um, as a gift to his future self, he defines sex as any level of intimacy, because one day they'll he'll hopefully get to a ripe old age where he won't be able to get it up and have penetrative sex, but he'll still be having you know his version of sex through intimacy. Which I thought was I thought was beautiful. I think that's a really mm. nice sentiment, and I'm definitely trying to do that myself. Um, mm. Yeah, a gift to your future self. I think that's stunning. Yeah. And also the, the one other thing you said, which has also stuck with me from that conversation. <laughs> this, honestly, it sounds profoundly <laughs> terrible, and when you hear it, everyone listening to this, hear me out and stick with me. But I know what you're about to say. Yeah, you know what I'm about to say. Uh, he said. 
Um, in the words of Little Wayne, I come and then I come to my senses. Let that sit for a second. That's deep, man. I can't, it is deep, but I, it's something, you know, that has actually stood with me. The last three weeks ago, we, we had that conversation, Jamie, and you've been thinking about the other things he said, as have I. But that stuck with me because I'm reading a book right now by, from Pera, uh, Sarah Pascoe, Sex, yeah. Power, Money. I recommend yeah. anyone to read it. Really great book. She's talking about men's inability to control themselves when they have an erection, when they're aroused, right? Yeah. And it's true, you know, decision-making, uh, you know, is hindered. They found that men, yeah. and, and she says men and women, when they were aroused, um, made b- poorer decisions. So they were more likely to make decisions that they wouldn't agree to when they weren't aroused, right? Um, and, and it just made me think a little bit about, you know, uh, the male anatomy and how we, uh, you know, think about sex, especially when you're in the moment, you know, delaying it, prolonging it, whereas you're just hard and you're really aroused, you just kind of, you know, you're either just want to get over the edge or you want to get inside or you want to get, no, there's, there's, a, there's an element to sort of slow things down and, and enjoy it and prolong that, that experience. Um, yeah. Anyway, I just wanted to mention that one. Yeah, no, I like that. Yeah. It, it's, it, it, it rings a lot of bells for my, uh, my sex addiction history. Um, yeah. When I come, I come, no, what is it? First, like, what's the actual quote? Give me the word for the it. The quote I believe is word for word. Uh, Little Wayne, 2016. <laughs> when I, I, I come and then I come to my senses. Nice. So yeah, yeah, that was a big thing for um, going through my sex addiction therapy because mm. um, I had to first off learn that I can be horny and it doesn't mean I have to come. That was a whole exactly. thing. So I had to like sit with my horniness and not masturbate. Mm. That's fucking, I hated it. Um, but it was an important thing for me to get through. And then the second one was when uh, the second phase was like, if I want to have sex with someone, um, I should come first. I should make myself yeah. come, go away and, and masturbate. And then if I still want to afterwards, that's a good indicator that it's a good thing for me to do. Um, and nine times out of 10, I didn't. So yeah, I came and then I came to my senses. So <laughs> Bill Wayne was I, on uh, something. Little Wayne, he was, he was right, man. He was right. Um, and there's one last thing that I want to talk about, which is basically um, the, the, the side of, um, so I've recently had that experience too, you know, with, 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 you know, wanting to, well, being exposed to someone else who wants to sort of have sex on a, on, on a casual basis and things like that. And, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm out of a relationship and I'm uh, recently, right. So obviously I'm trying to make the right decisions based on in my environment uh, and how I feel as opposed to rushing into anything. And I found that actually really relevant that I, that in the moment I did really, uh, you know, I wanted to, and then mm. I would come and, and come to my senses. And yeah. then I, you know, so masturbation was actually a great way to sort of, that's a litmus test. I, and that's a nice one you just said, Jamie, but a litmus test, like I come and then I come to my senses. Like, do I still want to go through with this? Then I've come to the right decision that this is yeah. a good, this is a good idea versus yeah. going, no, I was simply horny. And actually this is going to damage myself or, or this relationship as well. Totally. Yeah. We should never underestimate how much of an impact our sex drive and you know our horniness has on our decision making it's big mm. it's big mm. like uh, for, for all genders but i think in particular for guys because yeah that whole you know think we your dick thing it's got some weight to it like it really mm. it really does and yeah going through the kind of yeah the sex addiction stuff and learning mm. that i have to be in charge of my decision making not my you know um you know horniness or my sense of validation it's got to be me that makes the decisions that was that mm. was big and when i when i owned that it's like is the most powerful I ever felt, definitely. So, mm. yeah, it's good. So, if you're ever thinking about making a stupid decision, Matt, just have a wank and then make it afterwards. Come and then come to your senses. Yeah. <laughs> we need to get him on. 
<laughs> we should, should yeah, we I'll give him a call. He's an old friend of mine. Yeah. yeah nice. <laughs> no, but seriously, like, and, and, and you know, there was, there was, uh, there's a second side of it, which we were talking to him and then those guys in that conversation with, and it's another theory that I have, by the way, like a big theory. I'm full of theories, right? Because I'm new to this world, Jamie. And I know many of you listening to this might be new to this world too. So I'm just yeah. making outlandish theories and then trying to validate them or, or whatever. Right. Anyway, this next theory is what you just said, Jamie, about sex addiction and training yourself not have to ejaculate every time you were horny. Right. Yeah. Because again, gents and women too, you know, there's no manual about how to masturbate, right? There's no manual about, you know, all this kind of stuff. And I have a feeling that in my relationships, there's a thing called the sex discrepancy, um, which I think the the team at blueheart.io, I thought we should just be sponsored by them today. because yeah, of the, I, yeah. I wish, yeah, <laughs> no, I wish. I love what they're ch- doing. Ch- ch- go check them out. They work with sex and relationships. Anyway, yeah. um, they there's a thing called sex discrepancy, which is basically I've experienced in most of my relationships that I'm hornier and wanted more than my partner, right? Yeah. And I think that might be common. Um, it depends if it's, it, it, it mixes it up. It's the girl, the guy, it's, yeah. it's everything. The guy, yeah. the guy, you know, everyone's different, right? And that can damage relationships because at least in my younger, ignorant years, uh, you know, I, I, I would, uh, you know, I would be like, why not? You know, don't you want me? And all these typical kind of like things, right? Now, my theory around this is that young men who masturbate whenever, who ejaculate whenever they're horny, right? So we train ourselves from the age of like, you know, whatever we start, I don't know, 12, 13, 14, 15, to uh, when we start having real relationships in our, in our 20s. For 10 years, we go through like, I'm horny, ejaculate. Yeah. You, you train yeah. your body. It's like a Pavlog's dogs with, you know, the mouse water when the bell rings, yeah, right? Yeah, you yeah. Know, it's the same thing. You're training our biology to like want to ejaculate and need to ejaculate when we're horny because we can, because we're at home sneaking a wank every, you know, at school or whatever it is. Yeah. And then yeah. we get into a relationship and then we're like, hold on. Now in a relationship, I can't wank because that's another theory. That's another thing we have to talk about another yeah. time. Yeah. Um, but now I'm in a relationship and, you know, she or he's not giving me what I want. That's my problem. That, you know, that's our problem with the relationship. We're not matched when actually, in fact, I've been training myself incorrectly for 10 years. I don't know. That's my thing. Yeah, totally. That's totally a thing. Yeah. We have to sever the link between being horny and coming. Um, and I think that like anything that comes with, you know, good learning, it, it hurts. You, you get that like, you know, you get that like brain ache when you're really learning shit. Like I, I was, I did like an astro astrophysics course years ago and I was like, wow. fucking, oh, I hurt, man. I was get my fucking headaches every day because i was like i'm stretching muscles i didn't know i had i had that same feeling when i had to sit with my horniness like my counselor yeah. said she was you know every, i trained myself that like every night i went before i go to sleep to help me sleep mm. um and i sort of tried to stop that for a while and yeah when you're sitting there horny but like trying to trying to train your to train yourself that you don't need to come that's mm. super hard um and yeah it gives you that brain ache which is good it means you're working out your brain it means you're adding things to your so, sort of you know abilities that you didn't have before um and i think that's a big indicator of yeah like you say it's something that we need to train ourselves out of because mm. um yeah when you're a teenager it's so easy to just feel horny and wank um and there's nothing wrong with wanking as well that's a big thing mm. to get across right if you wank every day multiple times a day that's totally fine it's it's i think it's the reasons you're doing it you know Exactly. And then coming back to that, that whole point about what we spoke in the beginning of expanding what sex is, you know, having sex with someone doesn't have to be intercourse, right? Mm -hmm. And it shouldn't be because, you know, say you're in that relationship with that, that uh, discrepancy, um, that, that desire discrepancy, um, you know, if you expand mutual masturbation Mm. um, is something that it's totally fine. Like, you know, you can sit together and she or you and, and you can masturbate each other or, or just the one of you or whatever. And that should be a bit more normalized or, um, or the guy should feel fine. Like with the fact that or the girl as well, that she can, she or he can go off and masturbate, um, during the day and, and, and not be like a, like kind of a hidden thing. I'm going to run off and I, or I'm, I'm going to the office. So it's the only time I can do it. Or I'm an, I, you know, yeah, yeah. they're going, they're going out to get some milk quick. <laughs> bash, <laughs> yeah. bash it out, which I know so many guys, uh, could definitely relate to. Um, yeah. 
yeah, it's it's a shame. I think it's probably a problem that a lot of people have have um, found themselves in during lockdown because we're all mm. you know people are locked away with their partners and you're having to sort of cohabit the same space all the time. Um, mm. There aren't as many opportunities for cheeky wanks, and maybe that's a you know a problem for some couples. I had, I had I spoke about it the other day on the podcast mm. um, with my friend Letitia. You know, is wanking cheating? in a relationship um and that's a and whole conversation it? in itself well we don't know it's a conversation we need to i yeah. think we need to like you know give each other boundaries um and decide whether it is or not but i don't think it should mm. be i think it's something that it's a very private thing um but yeah we're uh, we're doing a, a we're, we're doing a um we're digressing of a digression so uh <laughs> let's let's wrap it up but yeah basically what i was getting at is i tried some lube wanks after you said that yours are really good and uh mm. couldn't, couldn't quite get on with it that's all mm. I tried. Have you got the right lube? That's the question. There's well, yeah. So I've got it. two. I've got two most recommended lubes here. I've got uh, Liquid Silk, which basically everyone I know recommended me, uh, which cool. is good. And I've got uh, Into the Wild Wild One, which is a vegan lubricant, um, cool. which is amazing. And it's really like natural feeling. Um, I'd be interested for you to try this as a lube connoisseur. Uh, you should try this. <laughs> but yeah, the whole thing is that it's supposed to feel as natural as possible, and it really does. It feels mm. like really sort of watery yeah. and like yeah, just like. Just like the real thing, um, I just use. I, yeah. I still use my mom's uh, coconut butter. So. <laughs> Coming full she's circle, just going, she's just <laughs> constantly buying it every week. Doesn't know why. It keeps yeah, it just up. keeps disappearing. <laughs> every time, every time I go, I visit her every six months. It just, it just disappears. It all just goes. No, yeah. I, yeah. Hello, everyone. It's me, Jamie, and I've got an important announcement to make. All right, this podcast is now sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, anyone who's been listening to the podcast for the last however long it's been knows that I've been shouting about this company for years, since day one. One of our first episodes was a counselling session with me and my counsellor from BetterHelp. Um, and I've been on it for years now, probably like coming up to like four years, I think, maybe five years I've been on it, um, getting counselling um, on a weekly basis. And I love it. And yeah, anyone who knows me, anyone who's spoken to me about mental health stuff over the years um, or has listened to this podcast knows that I'm a massive fan of BetterHelp and uh, what they offer. So they are sponsoring this podcast now, which is cool, which means we have a discount link. Um, you get 10% off if you go to betterhelp.com forward slash. Let's talk about sex, Jamie. There's a link in the bio. And yeah, so one of my favorite things about BetterHelp, BetterHelp, they keep telling me to pronounce it properly because my because of my accent, I don't say T's very well. Um, BetterHelp, BetterHelp. H-E-L-P are an American company and I really like that because I'm based in London and the time zones kind of match up quite nicely so that I can get a lot of my counselling like in the evenings um, and after work and stuff which is really cool but yeah another part of them being American means they've given me a big old document to read as part of this advert for them so I'm going to go through and do that American podcasts are really good at this they're used to reading out advertisements I think but um, I'm not sure uh, it's really the same flavour as English podcasts but let's find out shall we so i'm going to read through this thing that is completely not scripted and completely my own words is there something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals hosts inserts personal experience um anyone listens to the podcast knows that i've had counseling for a bunch of different reasons most recently uh sex addiction um before then anger management before then 
anxiety and depression stuff uh, i got a bit of cbt um yeah and better help gives you access to all those things which is super cool um and yeah i don't need to i don't really need to go on about how good counseling is do i to you know achieve your goals uh better help will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist yeah it's really cool it's a bit like tinder for therapists you, you put in like your problems <laughs> the things that you want to talk to someone about and then it comes up with all these different counselors who um specialize in that area and you can kind of read a little bio and like read their reviews and stuff and pick which one's for you that's really cool i've gone through like probably probably about 14 counselors in my time on better help um and yeah it's really it's really nice it's quite quite exciting actually meeting a new counselor so yeah there's a bunch of different people in there um you can start communicating in under 48 hours it's not a crisis line it's not self-help it is professional counseling done securely online yeah it's um it's actual therapy and uh for me living in london especially um i think it's the same for like most major cities out there therapy in-person therapy is really expensive um this gives you that but you know at the kind of whenever you want to do it it's all online and you can do like you know video voice or text chat um and it's way cheaper than seeing someone in person so um yeah it's actual proper like therapy uh online securely online there is a broad range of expertise available which may not be locally available in many areas also true very good point the service i mean you know me because these are my own words i'm not reading a script the service is available for clients worldwide because it's on the internet you can log in to your account anytime and send a message to your counselor which i often do sorry heather i send messages at all at all points in, in the day and night um it's pretty good for that you can also um, mark them as urgent, which is quite nice. I think a lot of people, when they think about online counselling, they kind of think, oh, you know, I'm, I'm, it's like a bit distanced, like you're not completely like fully in touch with your counsellor. But um, I think, you know, with it being online, you're more in touch with them and you can mark messages as urgent if you want like a, a quicker response. Um, yeah, which is really cool. So yeah, you can send them messages at any time. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses, plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions, so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. Yeah, that, that is good. Um, yeah, you can really fit it around your schedule. It's awesome. I like to go for walks and have calls. Um, I used to do video chats with my counselor. Now I do text chats, like live text chats. It's a bit like being on MSN. It's very fun. I've just shown my age there, haven't I, by talking about MSN. Moving on. Better help is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counsellors as needed. That's true. I've jumped between loads of counsellors. Um, when it wasn't really working out, I just kind of sack them off and on to the next one. It's, it's a bit like dating apps for counsellors. Probably shouldn't say that. They probably won't like that. It's more affordable than traditional offline counselling and financial aid is available. That is true. This is hands down. I'm fully, I've, I've properly looked everywhere because um, I've got a lot of friends who are broke <laughs> but want counselling. This is hands down the cheapest way I've uh, found, uh, the cheap, cheapest like access to counselling i found. Um, yeah, and if you are struggling, there are buttons you can press to get um, further discounts and stuff. And obviously use our code, uh, what is it? Betterhelp.com forward slash. Let's talk about sex Jamie and you get 10% off. That's really cool. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. How American was that? There's a catchphrase. Love it. Love a catchphrase. Love a tagline. Visit their website and read their testimonials that are posted daily. Hosts can read some testimonials from here. Um, I'm not going to because I think my entire podcast <laughs> is a testimonial, testimonial to BetterHelp. Uh, yeah, I'm a massive advocate for it. As you guys know, always have been. I think everyone should get counselling whether you feel like you really need it or not. Um, it's always good to check in. And yeah, BetterHelp is by far the best platform I've found for counselling. And all the people that I've recommended to it over the years... Uh, 
have said the same thing. They, they like it. So yeah, visit betterhelp.com forward slash let's talk about sex, Jamie. That's <laughs> better help, H-E-L-P, and join the over 1 million people, oh my God, who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. Nice. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counsellors in all 50 states. That's the thing as well. If you're a counsellor and fancy a bit of like online counselling work, they're also looking to hire you. Special offer for, podcast name, listeners. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com forward slash let's talk about sex, Jamie. Oh yeah, there we go. All right, I'm super proud that um, this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. As you guys know, I'm a huge fan of the service and I have been using it for years. I intend on using it for many years and I really want people to try out um, counseling like this because I think it's really cool and it's really easy to like fit around our busy lives and it's cheap as well and even cheaper with discount code betterhelp.com forward slash let's talk about sex jamie how'd i do was that all right that felt okay it didn't feel too like sell out anyway love you bye